The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. And now, it's time for Radio Jobline with your host, Scott Possessor, right here on 103.9 LI News Radio. Welcome, everybody. It must be Saturday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m., or it might be Wednesday night from 9 to 10 p.m. We're here twice a week to talk about your career, help you in any way we can. Uh, we have tonight um, one of my favorite guests, and she's fast becoming uh, the most popular guest we have. She broke the record with LinkedIn views of the radio show uh, of over 2,000 the last time she was on the program. And uh, we can, from comparison, we know that that's a, it's an important topic, and the topic is mental health. Um, uh, we have with us Eva O'Donnell. She's an LCSW. She's the CEO and president of National EAP, a multi-service firm that delivers nationwide employee assistance, crisis management, and leadership development programs nationwide. If we ever needed those things, Eva, we need it now. Uh, as a business clinician, Aoife is an advocate for psychologically safe and thriving workplaces where external stresses are recognized and real-world solutions are implemented to help employees and leaders do better and live better. She speaks nationwide to corporations and associations about the harsh realities we're facing today. You think? Harsh realities? <laughs> Driving up mental and behavioral issues that uh, what can be done to combat the stress and strain the workforce is experiencing. She's a trained responder to workplace crises and coaches leaders in human resource departments on preventative and post-incident strategies to manage problems such as conflict, burnout, toxic leadership, sus- substance abuse, harassment, violence, bullying, and more. She's been featured in Time, HR Benefit News, Newsday, Long Island Business News, and Pulse. Uh, the organization she works for, National EAP, was founded 40 years ago, and their mission stands as strong as ever today to provide programs and services designed to help employees rise above personal and professional challenges, fulfill their potential, adopt healthier lifestyles, and foster personal growth. Uh, Aoife, th- oh, thank you for being here, and welcome back to Radio Jobline. It is my pleasure, Scott. Thank you so much. So those, those people who are regular listeners know that you did a fabulous job the last time you were here counseling none other than me (laughs) because I was in a bad way. Mm. The uh, mass murder at Uvalde had just happened. It was still so fresh in my mind. I kept picturing what that room looked like Mm. um, and hoping all those cops would lose their jobs, which they did, which was great. Um, And also, I shared with you and the listeners how upset I was at what's going on in the world, for whether it's climate change or, or the economy or politics, or uh, now we could talk about layoffs, uh, the recession, COVID, you know. And in the last six weeks, Americans and Long Islanders have been exposed to back-to-back-to-back-to-back attack ads mm-hmm. on television. You couldn't watch the news or your favorite sitcom without there being... Every Democrat wants crime and every Republican, um, you know, wants this or that. It's just too unfair, too much lying. And we, as a backdrop, Aoife, with all the stuff I just said, Mm. as a backdrop, we have to go to work every day and we have to have a healthy workplace. And we need, you know, to to have a plan, a strategy for how we're going to live our lives. Mm. So uh, I wanted to thank you for helping me because what I started doing was turning the TV off. 
I was I was getting upset at what I was seeing. I knew it was hurting me, and and I I trusted you, Aoife, and I listened, and I and I did not always, but when it was really bad, and it was like, oh my God, I have to hear this again. You know, um, election deniers are running for office. Well, what sense does that make? You know, it, it's it's like the the world has gone crazy. The yeah. world has gone crazy. So with that in mind, um, welcome back and and thank you for helping me as much as you have so far and for helping the listeners. Well, thank you. And I'm so pleased that you took some of my advice. <laughs> I'm wondering if you took any of the other steps, but that's okay. One, turning the TV off is huge. Yeah. It's huge. And I'm not asking for listeners to turn it off every day, all day, mm-hmm. and, and be ignorant to what's going on in the world. But we certainly don't need to download four hours of the news every evening or even every day, yeah. right? And certainly we talked last time about about having your weekends free of news, just, you know, doing the things that are fun and joyful and playing, you know, with family and playing your guitar and, Mm -hmm. you know, self-care. What's your plan? Yeah. Right. What was your strategy? Right. So you did it. I'm really proud of you. Well, Good job. I, I, I'm not a complete success. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm still a work in progress, but I've, I'm getting a little better. Yeah. And and that's that's the cool yeah. part. Uh, now, and I could see it today when I saw you first. I could see the difference. Yeah. You know, you were really just so tense last time and so stressed. It was so evident on you. And tonight yeah. you do seem lighter. Yeah. And well, you know, a little bit freer. But, but a lot of people wear their emotions on their sleeve. And I do. Oh, that's you absolutely know? normal. And, yeah. And uh, when that Ivaldi thing happened, yeah. I. It broke me. Yeah. It, it yeah. just. You and probably millions and millions of others, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And we yeah. had we got a little retribution when they all lost their jobs. Yeah. You know, and, and not that I wish that on anybody, but yeah. what we saw, yeah. they should have lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm glad that they did. So, but now speaking of losing jobs. Yes. The economy has, since you've been on, mm-hmm. Aoife, it hasn't been that long. Mm-hmm. The economy has turned again. And now it's, it, it's in this weird transition. Nobody's really sure. You know, if we're in in recession, if we're going into a recession, if it's going to be a long recession, it's going to be a short recession. All we know is the interest rates keep going up, scaring the hell out of the stock market and 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 consumers alike. I suppose that's the plan to get people to buy less so that we can have more supply. Prices will go down. Uh, our international friends are not our friends. They cut oil production on us uh, right in the middle of a, of a war. That's another thing people are thinking about is mm. this horrible war that's going on. Yes. People are just waiting for Russia to, to gear it up again yes. and, and, do, and do what they did the first mm. seven months. So um, with all that in mind, Aoife, what can people do? What, what do we need to do? And I know you put together a list, but even before, just, just off the top of your head, what should people stop doing? What should people start doing? Well, like you did, turn the news off. Turn it off. Because that list that you just told me, those are all, all external stressors that we have no control over. Mm. We don't have control over what's happening in Russia. We don't have control about what countries are deciding. Um, we don't even have control of the stock market or the interest rates or any of this stuff. So unless we're you know, looking to buy a house today, perhaps let's not digest that information. Let's acknowledge it's there and move on. Right. So number one, you know, again, managing the exposure to the outside world. Um, and I think the other really important thing to do is to examine what is stressing you out and then come up with a plan for it, mm. right? So if it's a family, you might have family stress, or you might have workplace stress, or you could have the external world stress, which you seem to carry a lot of right. because you're really paying attention. And right. kudos to you, right. you know, to our listeners who are paying attention to the world. We want you to do that. I always want people to do that, but not at the cost of your own health, not mm. at the cost of having a heart attack or you know, abusing drugs or alcohol because the world is just too mean, Mm. you know, because there is grace and beauty in this world and there is joy. And we usually find it when we um, get small and get simple. 
So get outside, walk in nature, connect with family members, connect with friends, right? So who are the people that um, bring joy into your life, who make you feel better, who boost your energy instead of draining your energy? Are you spending time with them? You know, look for those connections. Um, I think sometimes, and I, we may have talked about this last time, but off the top of my head, like a huge issue that I see is that people have cocooned because of the pandemic and they haven't quite come out of it yet. Mm. And, you know, like connect, you know, remember that Facebook is not a substitute for real connection, nor is Instagram or TikTok. Get out there, make dates with your, your people from college, you know, make dates with your old neighbors, your current neighbors, whatever it is. Take a chance. Go out on a limb to connect with people. And that's so refreshing. Mm. You know, that's invigorating. That's like, wow, life you can change life up. You can get to know five people on your block and feel like your street's different now. And it's far more social, you know. So I think that um, we have to stop cocooning and we have to be brave, you know. Be brave again and rebuilding and building strong lives for ourselves. I think, I think there's so many issues that I wonder if, if people are even aware Mm -hmm. of what is going on inside them. You know, like you might just have a person who just doesn't even notice yeah. that these things are happening. He knows they're going on or she, yep. but doesn't, you know, wear it on their sleeve like I do. Yeah. Doesn't whine about it like I did, you know, and, and doesn't complain all the time about it, uh, but just kind of internalizes it and says, okay, I'm just going to go on. I'm just, but those people are hurting too. They absolutely are. And, and it shows up with health issues. You know, it shows up with uh, high blood pressure you know, heart disease, uh, diabetes, uh, behaviors, so dysfunctional behaviors where you're self-soothing and self-regulating to try to, you know, stuff down your feelings or ignore them or not, you know, feel everything that is so hard in this world. So we were talking about, you know, you started with external world stuff, but your own life could be in shambles too. You might have just lost your job or you think you're going to lose your job or your family's structure has become destabilized, you know. you Maybe you're lonely and alone and you wish you had a partner. You know, there's a lot of very serious human needs that people have and, and it causes sorrow and grief and um, distress and anger, you know, even anger too. So all of these stressful emotions, if they're not, like you're saying, paid attention to, they are going to eat you up inside. They mm. will show up because the mind and the body are intrinsically connected, intrinsically. Mm. So, um, you know, for myself as an example, when I am Carrying a little too much mental stress, say from life or circumstances, it shows up in my neck, it shows up in my shoulders, it shows up in my lower back, you know, and if I don't, that's to me now, I've learned over the years that that's a sign that I need to change something. I need to look at what I'm eating, drinking, sleep, you know, work schedule, demands, whatever it is, like whatever it is that might be, that might be hurting my, you know, self-care because my mind is so stressed I need to change my behaviors and make sure that I can not have my back worsen, right? Mm. Does that make sense? So, like, I think you learn as the years go on as to what the signs and signals are for your level of stress within you, whether it's mentally or physically, and then it's on you to change it. Because right. otherwise, it will, you will blow, right? So for me, when my back went out years ago, um, I didn't recognize this sign of stress, so I ignored it. It got worse and worse. I ended up in the hospital. Mm. You know, I had to get an ambulance transport just to get there to get enough medicine so I could walk again. Mm. Yeah. So these are, you know, these kinds of things when they happen, you go, okay, I got to pay attention. Yeah. You know, something was not working. And when you see things like road rage, mm. not that you don't have to take part in it, but if you just see one person screaming at another person for something so minor, you know, and people pulling a knife on each other for taking a parking space in Manhattan, and then you see, you know what? I, you know what really bothered me about the attack ads. Mm. They, ke they kept showing video 
of when it was about crime, they kept showing the same video of this um, street corner where there's a, a camera and and this guy comes up behind some other guy and punches him as hard as he can right in the face, knocks him unconscious. And it's part of this game, you know, knockout game or whatever. And I, I, it made me so mad. It just And I kept seeing that same commercial because it was part of the attack ad. So and the attack ads were coming up twice a, twice a commercial break. Same, same ads. Now, so, I remember growing up and you could you were never permitted to see violence on the TV, not yeah. in news, not in life commercials. They would never show that because mm-hmm. it's traumatizing. Mm-hmm. And I would have been traumatized looking at that ad. Yeah. I don't turn on commercials, so I didn't see it. Yeah. Luckily, well, right? that's a boundary for me. I'm getting good with the mute button. Right. So exactly. the mute button so helps a lot. It does because, yeah. you know, and then there's dramatic music to it and yeah. da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah, I, we don't need this in our lives. We don't need it. These are all scare tactics. It's all strategies, right, to, to create more fear and and listen, I'm not going to pontificate about the, what the media does and doesn't do, mm-hmm. um, but I do know that if you digest far too much of it, it will hurt you physically. Mm-hmm. It will hurt you mentally. So we know this. But again, that's the outside world. If we're talking about people today in the workplace, you know, I know the IT industry has been for months now doing layoffs mm-hmm. and reductions and scaling back. So that was the first cue where the IT industry is going, Whoop, you know, and you're like, is there something happening here in the workplace? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, job loss is is definitely on the horizon. Well, let's focus uh, there's a on tightening that. of the belt, right? Yeah. So for people that would cause a lot of anxiety and uncertainty, and even as an employer myself, you know, you're in, you know, I'm currently investing in different things and going, should I be? You know, it's now the time to scale back. Um, you know, and 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 then you you still go forward with confidence, right? You have to. Um, but, you know, job insecurity is very, very stressful for people. All right. So let, let's see. It would be, I think we'd be remiss if mm. we didn't focus a little bit on losing your job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meta made an announcement today of an astronomically high number of people losing their jobs. Um, I forgot the number, 75,000, something like that. That's a lot of people to lose their jobs in yeah. one day. Uh, and of course, uh, Musk and his wisdom, right. you know, uh, cuts Twitter in half, doesn't have enough people to support the platform. <laughs> He's another train wreck, yeah. but I, I'm not going to get into that nope. uh, because he, he's easy to ignore yeah. you know i find him easy to ignore but i do feel badly for people in it yeah that are working for the larger technology companies the microsoft's of the world i'm not saying microsoft has had any problems yet but you know all these companies are are at risk right now um and what do you what advice do you give people who are worried about losing their job first and then eventually do lose their job mm. Well, if you're worried about losing your job, the best thing to do is, you know, take action, right? Action reduces anxiety. So perhaps you have the option to put your resume back out into the market. I would suggest doing that Mm -hmm. because it just, you know, taking action towards trying to solve a problem that doesn't actually exist yet, but at least you feel like you're creating options for yourself. I think that's always a good strategy. Okay. Um, If you lose your job, you know, this is, it's almost like the, the, the hero's journey is required within you to pull from your soul because you had no control over it. Like that, that is huge. It's, there's a massive, losing your job is a massive grief event mm. for people. I don't think they know that, um, but it really brings up the similar feelings of grief. It's loss, it's separation perhaps from people you really loved, a culture you loved. And, and often for people in times like this, it's not because you were a poor performer, it just was because. It was yeah. because the corporation had to make a different decision, they had to tighten the belt and you know, you had no control over it. So that is really hard. We, I used to be in the outplacement business mm. for a little while, which is where people lose their jobs and they, and they go to a counselor and yeah. they get help and assistance and so on. And one of the things I used to tell people is you cannot start job hunting until you let that 
Get the bad blood out. Yes. Replace it with clean blood. Yes. Start over again. You can't go into a job campaign angry. angry. There you go. We said yeah. it at the same time. Great minds. And you really, I mean, I tell people, take take a little time off. Yeah. Take your wife, go to go to go someplace nice. Mm-hmm. You've got money. People have savings. Um, that's a good time to use them. Don't just go stay mad and start job hunting. Because then you start building up these things in your mind. Like every place I go, they ask me how much money I'm making. And you, know, and you got this bad chip on the shoulder attitude. And employers can see that a mile they away. They can, a mile away, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You've got to clear it out. So any thoughts on how people can do that? So, so you know, gosh, this is all about how you take care of yourself today as a human being, really, because these big moments are going to come in your life, whether it is job loss or grief and loss from someone dying in your family or some other event. Tough times are guaranteed to come. Great times are guaranteed to come. So what are your practices today? How do you engage in self-care? How do you also, though, build your resiliency level, your grittiness, your hardiness? Um, If those are terms unfamiliar to anybody listening, you know, look them up and, and start building it. Build your fortitude. How do you do that? And I think we can definitely talk about that, you know, um, and dive into that. But it's, it's the question is, is how well do you meet the big moments in your life? How well do you meet them? And are you able to, you know, look yourself in the face in the mirror and say, I've got this, you know, or, or even if you're scared, scrape together the confidence and the courage to move forward. And, and, you know, if you're someone that gets knocked down easily and stays down, that losing your job is really going to be hard, a hard event. You need a lot of um, positive things mm-hmm. to be able to flip through, like a deck of cards, yes, you know, in I my like in imagery. my mind. Because, because it, like, for example, when I think of my son's wedding, mm. what a great day. Mm. What an amazing, amazing day where everything went right. You know, there was so much love. They were both crying during their vows, you know, that kind of thing. There was just love everywhere. We, we did the rehearsal dinner the night before. Even that was amazing. And I like to think of that when something is dark. Yeah, that's you know, beautiful. And, and it gives me light. And it, it anchors and you. It, it does. Mm. It does. And that's one of the things. I mean, I remember catching a 40-pound striped bass. And, I, and, I, and there was nothing like that I'll ever experience again. Uh, fish almost took me down. <laughs> and, uh, and it, it, you know, so you, there are positive things in your life that I think totally. you have to mix in here and use your imagination. Yeah. I, a lot of it is similar to neurolinguistic programming. Yes, yes. Where you, where you think of the positive and push the negative off the screen. Yes. Um, but but you, you got to have a plan folks you you yeah. you've got to be ready for the things that are have already happened are about to happen and will happen in the future exactly let's so. get stronger we'll talk to everybody about how to how to what that looks like you know um but I, I think meeting the moments like how well have you met the moments in in your past is a very good indicator as how you're going to meet them going forward mm-hmm. so if it's not been great if say a relationship ended or you did lose a job in the past before and it knocked you down for six months. You know, what could you do today to strengthen your inner fortitude? Mm-hmm. You know, your inner resiliency. Your, and often a great therapist is a good place to start because they're going to start looking at, help you look at what are your, what are your thoughts about yourself? What are your beliefs? Um, what, what are some of the funky things you picked up as a kid that you've carried forward and perhaps you are depressed mm-hmm. or have anxiety and, um, it really interferes or weighs down your ability to bounce back, mm. right? So if you're someone who bounces back quickly, easily, you're positive thinking, you're probably going to handle a job lo- loss really well. You're going to attack it. You're going to dig in. You're going to begin to job search. You'll probably land one within, what, eight weeks, mm-hmm. you know? 
But if you're not the one who bounces back quickly, those are the people we need today to start start figuring out how to be stronger, how yeah. to have more bounce, you know? And be more positive. And be more positive. So connecting with a really great therapist is a phenomenal way to begin a journey of self-examination. Why do I not bounce back easily? What's going on? What are, what are my beliefs and thoughts about myself? Mm. And, um, and people can really resolve that. They can really turn it around. Um, there's phenomenal therapists out there. And I think with the right match... Um, you know, people can do a lot of great work. Or you could just be on Jobline every week. Yeah, there you go. All right, there you go. <laughs> so you're listening to Radio Jobline with Scott Possessor. We're delighted to have Aoife O'Donnell with us today, uh, one of my favorite guests, and talking about such a very important topic. If you have an idea for Radio Jobline and would like to be on the show, you can write to me, scottp118 at gmail.com. That's scottp118 at gmail.com. And... You must connect with me on LinkedIn. The reason for that is if we're connected on LinkedIn or if you follow me on LinkedIn, you'll see every radio job line because we take after they air here on the studio, we put them up on LinkedIn and people are making a collection of various shows. I'm sure Eve is, uh, is popular. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Now, welcome back to Radio Jobline with your host, Scott Possessor, right here on LI News Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're uh, talking about mental health tonight, and uh, cer- certainly a show I've got to pay attention to. And uh, I know I've got a lot of listeners out there that are suffering with uh, losing their jobs and uh, the the crazy economy that's happening, the attack ads on television that are hopefully over now, um, the political fallout, the COVID. Is it ever going to leave us? I don't think so. Um, you know, there's just so many things that are they're really destructive that are affecting the mental health of the entire workplace, as far as I'm concerned. And Aoife and I were just talking about people that don't even really know that they're deeply affected by it. They're, you know, they're not so obvious about it like I am. You know, I, I complain and, and, and say what's on my mind at all times. And maybe that helps. Maybe it doesn't. But uh, in, your, in your preparation for tonight's show, you talked about resiliency, tenacity, and grit. Mm. Okay. Now, I know you mentioned in the first segment, diving a little deeper. Well... It's something I've been speaking about, you know, in the last six months because it's what was needed to endure COVID, the pandemic, and it's what's needed really. That's the answer to long-term life, you know, to be able to handle the winds of change, to be able to handle internal change, external change, uh, fiscal loss, you know, all of the, the obstacles that life gives us. And then also the opportunities life gives us, you know, how how strong are you internally to keep going? And, and I think part of our conversation last time actually fed into me saying, I really need to be talking about this. Like, how can people, um, you know, grow this area of themselves? And we're not going to solve that in the next 20 minutes, mm-hmm. but it's something to think about. And, and I had said in the last segment, you know, find a great therapist. And I, I do believe in that. It's not because you have problems, quote unquote. It means it's because you want to grow. A great therapist helps you evolve, grow, become stronger, become healthier, become mentally well. Now, quick question. When people, you keep saying a therapist, and that's great, mm-hmm. and especially if a company has employee assistance programs yes. where you don't have to pay for it, but isn't it expensive otherwise? It can be. Um, hopefully not, though. So you typically, in New York especially, and around the country, most states have mental health counseling included in health insurance. Mm-hmm. So likely you're responsible for a provider copay for, say, a specialist. Okay. So that might be 45 65 75 
people will say that, you know, oh, I don't want to pay copay. But like, if it's 200 bucks for the month, and I know that's a lot of money, right? Or 100 bucks for the month. What price is there to being depressed mm. and not functioning at work or fixing or correcting your depression, improving your mental state, improving your 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 ability to see clearly and then improving your performance of work and getting a promotion? Mm-hmm. Like this this is what we're talking about. People's, you know, they'll go to the doctor for a heart issue and pay all the copays in the world because it's a medical body issue. But when it comes to the mental well-being, People seem to think it's not a worthy investment. It's more like making an investment in yourself. It's a massive investment in yourself. If you don't have mind health, you don't have body health. You don't have life health. Like I can't stress that enough. It's Mm. so under-recognized by people. There's so much stigma and shame around depression and anxiety and um, you know, people can have low levels of depression that are cyclical and and episodic and, and it tanks them for a few weeks and then they pull out of it. You know, or they have major depression or they're substance abusing because they're low-level depression and they just don't have the energy or the motivation to build the kind of life that would really make them soar. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is what it's about. Like job, keeping your job, and this is what Jobline is about, right? Finding the right job, keeping the right job, uh, you know, having the strength and the tenacity to, to keep going when you do lose a job and find another one. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. It's not easy, you know, being human and having to pick yourself up and do this. But without a strong mind you don't stand the same shot as the person you're standing next to if they have a strong mind. So we really need to do this. People go for, you know, the gym for their body. Well, what are you doing for your mental well-being, right? So so some things I'd like to talk about today is, first of all, when you hit a hard time, right, a big moment in your life occurs, whether it's a family crisis or, or a workplace crisis, is, you know, how do you meet that moment well? And the first thing to look at is, you know, what's the voice you're using against yourself? Do you shame and blame yourself? Mm. Are you are you critical of yourself? You know, um, do you beat yourself up? You know, if if you're not staying up with everything at work, is it is it shame and blame, right? Or I should have, I should have, I should have, I should have. And I think you know, as parents, we do that a lot. I should be a better parent. I should do this. I should do that. And then in work, it's like you know, I should, should, should. And um, you know, I said to a room full of people recently, I said, stop shitting on yourselves. You know, and, and I mean it, it's, 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 it only makes us feel worse about ourselves. So what we really need to do is have compassion for ourselves. Wait a second, John, did she say that? Did you just get that? <laughs> I said should. <laughs> Stop shoulding. All right, no, that's fine, that's fine. We won't say it again. That's fine. That's fine. Um, you just got it, didn't you? <laughs> I did, I did. I, I wasn't thinking about John, but now, now I'm thinking about him. But uh, keep going. Yeah, it's a legal word, I promise you. Right. But But the sentiment is like, you know, how are we keeping ourselves back? How are we holding ourselves down? And and you said, you know, what can people do? Well, pay attention to how you're behaving, what your 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 self-care is or lack thereof. Um, how does it impact you? How does it affect you? How is your sleep? And then how are you showing up to work? And how are you showing up to your family? And if you're not your best version of self, then what are you going to do about it? Because there's lots of things you can do about it. You know, and we're talking about the the body that people are, you know, they'll go see 10 specialists before they'll see a therapist. Because they want it to be a medical issue, so then it's not a mental health issue. Right. 
So I'm glad we brought this up. part of your body. Yeah, I'm glad we brought this up because what you said about it being a copay, nothing more than a copay, yeah. uh, that, that's encouraging. You know, to, to a lot of people that think, oh, this costs $200, $300 an hour. You know, they hear these things on TV, you know, that it costs that well, much. Well, some therapists do if you want to pay that. Right. But if you want to go through insurance, you will find a therapist that accepts your insurance. Okay. 92% of the time. All right, great, great. Awesome. It is possible. And call your EAP because they'll help you find a pre-qualified therapist. That's in your network. Okay. So how, I mean, do you give advice on how people can be more resilient, have more tenacity and be grittier? I mean, do you, do you can you help with that? Yes. <laughs> Let's fix it in 10 minutes. No. All right. Um, well, again, starting with how do you treat yourself? What's the voice that you're using? So if you're going to beat yourself down, you're going to stay down and you're not going to be resilient. Or... Uh, you remember, you, you treat yourself with self-compassion and start building yourself up, right? So that's one. What is the voice you're using? Number two, um, action reduces anxiety. So we want to do that. We always want to be forward momentum. Um, you know, I think it's always great to look at the past as well and say like, when did I face a challenge like this in the past? You know, this big moment that's occurring could be an illness, you know, did I face something like this before where I was scared and I didn't think I could do it and get through it? But what did I do then that got me through it? And then how, what could I do today to get me through this? So I think often, and this is a therapist strategy, actually, a lot of therapists will do this when someone's facing a mountain they have to climb, um, is, you know, have you experienced something like this before? And, you know, tell me about it. And, okay, so when, when you did that, what worked for you to get through that period of time in your life? And we forget, we don't remember to think of those things. Mm -hmm. And a therapist can pull that out of you and then you go, oh yeah, God, I remember sitting there thinking, I'm never gonna get through this. But I did, and then three years later, I felt totally fine and I was over it and you know, it was just a blip, just a story of the past, nothing major. And this, so we forget we're that strong. This can affect relationships. Mm -hmm. So if you're if you're having a rough time with all that's going on in the world mm -hmm. or other things uh, like losing your job, that can certainly affect your relationship with your children or your spouse mm -hmm. or your significant other. Yeah, and that's a huge price to pay, right? Yeah. That's a huge price to pay for inaction. Because the self-awareness piece breeds recognition that we're not functioning well and we're harming our family environment and perhaps we're har harming our work environment. And through self-awareness becomes self-responsibility. You know, what can I do to influence the circumstance? A lot of people that come for counseling at EAP, really actually in everything we do at EAP, it's woven into our training programs, into our counseling programs, our coaching, which is what role are you playing in this circumstance? Mm -hmm. You know, how are you participating in this problem that's in your life? And we're not looking to blame anybody. But if there's a conflict at work that you keep in, you're in with someone and it's going on for two years, how have you contributed to that conflict? You know, what have you done to seek a solution? And if the answer is, well, nothing, I'm just busy fighting with the person, you mm -hmm. know, and have, you know, what are the strategies available to you? You know, a lot of people, unfortunately, we, we imagine that there's, blocks in front of doors and and that there's nothing we can do and we give up our power to change our reality but the secret sauce is you have the power you just might not be willing to do it or you're afraid to do it you know or you don't spend the time thinking about how to do it mm. um you also have a lot to say about uh, compassion well right I, I think that's that's the first step is having compassion for the circumstance you're in and um you know, for maybe the people in your circumstance as well. Um, I think that that's, that's that kindness piece towards yourself and towards others where you can start 
you know, move from there. I think it's very necessary in order to find the courage that you need to, to be brave, you know? So if you are potentially facing job loss, you're worried about it. Well, then maybe you haven't looked for a job in 20 years and you know, you have to be brave now to start putting out your resume and you have to talk to yourself in a way where you say, Hey, you've a lot to offer this world. Go out there, go get them, you know, be brave, take chances. It's okay. The opposite of that is someone who hasn't looked for a job in 20 years and said, like, who'd want me? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm an old dinosaur. I'm, I don't have any new great skills. I haven't gone back to, I haven't been in school in 20 years. And they shame and they tell themselves they should have done all these things all these years to make themselves better. And now they're stuck. Mm-hmm. And they lack compassion towards themselves, right? So our own voices is, is the first, that's the most important voice. That's the one that's going to get us out of bed mm-hmm. and keep us rolling, you know, and move us into action. Um, and so I, that, that's the compassion piece. It's, it's really about what's the story we're telling ourselves? What is it we believe is our potential? Um, and, you know, if we're struggling in any of those areas, whether it's a therapist, and I know I say that, it's because I'm a licensed clinician that I, I endorse it, but maybe it's your best friend, you know? Maybe it's a best friend that's got great energy and a positive outlook, and they're really the right person to speak to. Or maybe it's a coach, you know? Maybe it's a colleague, someone that knows you really well and knows your industry. But get really great advice and support and someone to help you build yourself stronger. So I've always noticed that people that are naturally courageous Mm. always seem to fly right through these things because they have such courage. They they don't get intimidated. They don't get scared. They don't, you know, they just say, okay, I'm going to have to modify my strategy here. I'm going to have to do something new. Um, Let's put it together. But they have the courage to do it. But a lot of people don't have the courage. So I'm going to counter with the people who are flying through and look courageous and, and they're scared too. Mm. They're scared, but they're they're doing it anyway. And that's that resiliency piece. That's the tenacity and gritty piece because somewhere deep in them, there's a voice saying, you got to try. You have to do it. You have to rise up to this moment. You have to push yourself. You're worth it. You know, you're worth it or this opportunity is worth it or... Um, that you, you have a 10 hour conversation with yourself where you say, I'm going to go out on my li- out in this limb and go for that j- promotion or that new role and believe that the embarrassment will be less than, you know, li- like losing it is less, is not as painful as never trying. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so yeah, some people do have a bouncier attitude about them in life and seem to, you know, keep going. But, but I know for sure many if not most of them have moments on the bathroom floor where they're crying on the tile Mm -hmm. going i don't know how to do this Mm -hmm. but somehow through their internal voice first they decide they're going to keep moving forward and they maybe put a plan in place because that's what it's about what is your plan to take care of yourself so i have uh uh, something i i call like you have to when we have a big moment in life whether it's potential job loss job loss family conflict whatever it is illness is you need to have a care plan right um sorry a care team um, to help you through this moment. So if it is job loss, you would know this. Well, what's your new care team? Well, might be a therapist because my ego just took a massive blow and I'm depressed and I can't get out of bed. Uh, it might, it might be outplacement services. Mm-hmm. It might be a resume writer, right? Cause that's just, that's somebody I'm going to need. Um, it could be your spouse. It could be your father, you know, coaching you through it, helping you through. Maybe it's the bank. Maybe you need some money. You need, a, you need a care team immediately, right? So when a big event happens in my life, I do, I do really do that. So like with COVID, um, gosh, I had like five people in the care team 
and it was from the supporting the business to supporting my family and figuring out how to get through it. So I don't get through anything alone. I really don't in life. And, and maybe that helps me be courageous and be strong, but I am willing to ask for help when I need it. Mm. And, um, I turn to the experts, you know, and whether it's financial analysis for growth and business and all of that, whether it's my, you know, family life, who are the experts? How do we get help? How are we open and vulnerable enough to say, what do I not know and how can I do this better? All right. And you can't wait around to be rescued. Well, you can't. You can't. And, and unfortunately, uh, we do as people. We've all done that. In one way or the other, we go, oh, it's someone else's problem. You know, or someone else will fix this. And, and ultimately, here's the deal and I'm so sorry to tell people this, but literally nobody can rescue you. They might pull you out of the water. That might be the only scenario. But when it comes to life, you have to rescue yourself. Other people can help you. They can coach you. They can counsel you. They can support you. They can guide you, direct you. But to rescue you in your circumstance and and pull you forward, you're the only one that can do that. Mm. You have to make that choice. You have to make the choice. And that's why when I say mental health is so critical, because if you're downtrodden or depressed it's very hard to see that you are the person responsible for creating the the positive outcomes not everybody else okay so this is all part of building good systems yes so what are your systems to what is it whether it's your daily practices towards strong mental health and work-life health um you know what are your yearly practices but what are your systems so um you know reframing the situation is always helpful as a strategy as well um, you know, if we look at the 2008, um, recession, the first one, right. That I've lived well in, yeah. Anyway, the most recent one before my the third one we one. might be in now. Yeah. My, I was going to say, I was like, maybe it's not my, it's definitely not my first, right? but as a businesswoman, it was right. Um, so, you know, that was not a pleasant time. We can remember that. And if we're in a recession now or entering into one, it won't be pleasant either. But if we look back at the recession and we can realize that because of the challenges in the job loss globally that occurred, it, it forced innovation. And some of the areas of innovation were, you know, um, Uber and um, some of these food services and then Airbnb, right? Well, the interesting thing about that innovation that came out of that period, right, people working as independent consultants instead of just steady eddy employees, which had always been the case before that, like the consulting industry and really just took off, um, is that we relied when the pandemic hit. We relied on Airbnb and food service delivery and all of these services tremendously, right? So, like, it's just interesting to look back and say, you know, during difficult, dark times, it always there's always good that comes out of it, too. And... Um, we don't know what this period is going to create four years from now. Mm. You know, even the pandemic, right? We know that that wasn't good. We know you don't think it was good. And, right. And people died and all of that. And the the good that is going to come out of this period is that the, the biotech industry has jumped leap years mm. in medicines that will save, you know, millions of lives. And um, that has been, that was unexpected. That was fast-tracked beyond measure, you know, and still is. So, what are the benefits of that four years from now, five years from now? We don't know. Yeah. So so I say all of this to, to hone in on, that's a very big example of like how to reframe a situation. The simplest version is, hey, there's a glass. It's half filled with water. Is it half full or half empty? Mm-hmm. Right? If we're looking at things negatively, it's empty. But if I want to think of it as like a great thing, I might say, well, look, it's half full. 
another way of looking at it, at least as a freaking glass. Mm. Can I say that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, John, are we okay with that one? Yes. All right, good. Whew. We're good. We're good. <laughs> but some people forget that there's even a glass there at all. And right. if there wasn't, they'd have no shot at drinking anything, mm. right? And they'd be thirsty in the desert with no water. Right. But there's a glass. It's got water. How do you choose to look at that in a positive way that gives you energy in life to move forward versus draining you? Mm. And that we can apply. It's called reframing the situation. And, you know, it's like the story of you stub your toe. Do you yell and scream because you stubbed your toe? Or do you simply just go, oh, I better be careful next time and move on about your day. You know, being stuck in traffic. It's an opportunity to listen to a podcast or a radio show like this Mm -hmm. versus yelling and screaming at everybody around you because you can't get ahead. Like, Mm. what's a better use of that time? You're right. And that's a choice. That's You're- that's self-awareness. What are your patterns? What are your systems? And how do you respond to life? Right? That's what this is about. Behaviors. All right. Now, you said something very interesting about biotechnology, which actually rang true for me, because if COVID didn't happen, mm. then I wouldn't have had this great client that I now have that's a biotechnology company yeah. where I just made three placements this week. Look at that. You know, in a recession, yeah. you know, which is pretty good. So, so uh, you got to look at the bright side. It There's a bright side. I know, Adam, I don't sound, mean to sound like the life of Brian. You got to always look on the bright side. <laughs> of life. But um, uh, Aoife, we don't have much time left. If people want to talk to you or get a hold of your organization or have you come and speak at their company, how do people reach you? I would love to speak with them. Um, you know, I do a lot of public speaking now for sure. Um, my first and last name at nationalep.com or go to our website. You better spell the name though. I know. Yeah. So Aoife O'Donnell. So it's A-O-I-F like Frank, A, last name O'Donnell, O-D-O-N-N-E-L-L, at national, E, like Edward, A, like Apple, P, like Peter, dot com. But a simpler way may be find me on LinkedIn, Aoife O'Donnell, or go to nationaleap.com. Um, so national Edward Apple Paul dot com. Uh, you can learn all about our company, all the things that we do. And, and certainly I'd love to talk to you if you're, you know, want more of this education in your workplace. And uh, for the job line listeners, she does a, the extra good, extra good job. Thank you. Thank uh, you so much. Uh, Aoife, sure. thank you so much for being here. The you're fabulous flies, as always. Time. I know. I know. Flies. I know you need to be a regular person on this show. Thanks. Scott. Um, anyway, uh, if you have an idea for Radio Jobland like to be on, uh, just write to me, scottp118 at gmail.com. I just wanted to say quickly, we have we some more to uh, a website called Bishop out here on this program regular this is no uh, they're a social media platform uh, and we're on on a bish out you should be too in a digital world we have three seconds to stand up bish out sets a new marketing standard uh, go visit the website bishout.com have a great week happy hunting the views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station jvc broadcasting management or its sponsors